Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, it's Billy the Kid, we back again with part two, and uh, we got uh, to my left, your boy AJD. What's good, y'all? Girl Hollywood in the building. Rico Suave, H-Town, let's get it. And the original hot girl, Giselle. <laughs> okay. I like that. She, okay. She, she finally can go to HR, huh? <laughs> <laughs> she said the original. So, leaving off on our last conversation, I believe Giselle was telling us about her upbringing and uh, how it affected her. Could you just just go back and just start your story all over again, just for the people who's just now tuning in? All right, rewind. So, I grew up in a very small town, but that doesn't matter. Um, so. So I grew up in a, most of my life, in a two-part, uh, yeah, two-parent household. And my parents did get divorced when I was about 25. And my younger bro- brother and sister um, went through that whole divorce um, more than I did because they were still at home. But what's so um, unique and different um, about my situation is we saw basically one side of our family, right? Um, a lot of people compared us to the Cosbys because when they saw us, we're all, we were always doing things together as a family, functions, Christmas, um, putting on shows, game nights, things like that. So what I would have liked to see different in my upbringing was some of those, I don't want to say fights, but some of those, I don't know, Struggles. imperfect, mm-hmm. yeah, imperfect mm-hmm. moments. Because when I look back and um, when I just think about that whole situation, I found myself like putting my parents on a pedestal, like like idealizing my parents. Like this is what I want to, you know, be when I grow up, when I look for a husband and have a family, this is what I want. And then when everything happened, I'm like. Well, damn, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. It was. I don't think I want any of this shock. now. <laughs> yeah, it was a big shock and all. You you were, you were confused for a minute. Yeah, and I and I really think that um, you know it all affected us different ways. And I think my brother and sister took it a little bit harder mm-hmm. um, because they were there living through it, um, and I was away and I was already you know already grown. But it would have helped if we would have seen them being imperfect, so we would have known that you know. They're, right. they're people, too, right. you know? They're human. They're going to make mistakes. They're not always going to make the best decisions, and that's okay. They're going to learn from it. So, so, so y'all basically never seen the arguments? The, no. Uh, the, so my mom told me when they used to have arguments and things, um, we lived close to my grandma, like right mm-hmm. across the, the yard. So we just went over there, or they just sent us over to our grandma's house and they would argue mm, so we okay. we just thought we was going over next door to get some popsicles or something <laughs> right you know um just hanging out with my my grandma we didn't think anything of it right mm-hmm. so were you sheltered and you think oh yeah i was very very sheltered. if you look up sheltered <laughs> in the dictionary <laughs> you will see <laughs> you will see my face Do you want to know want to know how sheltered i was um i really didn't know what weed was until I got to college. Mm. I knew of it, but, but I didn't know. Never nope. seen it. No, nope. I know you've seen it at school. Dare nope. program? No dare program? No nothing? I mean, the, the picture. Oh, okay, that's what I'm saying. I know you've seen the it. The picture like, on the shirt, but okay. like in real life, like the actual thing, no. Mm. I never saw any of that till I met Dilly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, but it was really when I got to college, I... I 
Well, let me, let me address something I heard you say, Giselle. Mm-hmm. You said you feel like it probably would have been more of a benefit in a better situation had you seen the dysfunction up close and personal with your family. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't think that that may have created a different type of trauma in you? Because sometimes, you know, when you see the ugly side of things, mm-hmm. it resonates in you right. differently and it turns the tide yeah. of how you respond mm-hmm. in other areas of life. Mm-hmm. Because I happen to have seen my parents, I mean, fist, mm-hmm. you know, glasses being broken, mm-hmm. blood mm-hmm. and cops and ambulances and all that stuff. And it didn't traumatize me, thank God. It made me get into the position where I said, when I get a lady, I'm going to treat her differently. I don't want to see my hand go against my wife mm. or my girlfriend at the time, things of that nature. Right. So sometimes seeing it is not as good as you might think. It, it, mm. it might create a, a different type of balance, but for the most part, it might do something different. I think she probably meant it would have been best to see... A fight being resolved in a healthy manner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, what I, kind of fights are healthy, I, Billy? No, no, are, so more more agreement, yeah, right? More so, it doesn't have to be about okay. instead it of have uh, to be a fight yeah, rah, instead rah, of duking it out. But it can be, yeah. you know, you have your opinion, I have my opinion, our opinions disagree, but right. let's come to a middle ground. You got you. Yeah, right. nobody gotcha. is a robot. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and but and so, but everything in moderation, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Like basically, all I saw was this sunshine and rainbows gotcha mm-hmm. which is gotcha. can be negative yeah that's all it's I like a that false was, narrative that you yeah, believe in yeah mm-hmm. and and my siblings they when i say they took it hard they they felt like they were lied to throughout their right. childhood like you you put on this facade for us you wasn't being your real authentic selves in front of us yeah they're good and bad and ugly can yeah. be i mean I, th- I think they can mess with you as a child too because and all of a sudden you just run into a divorce like whoa yeah, when I tell what you, it came happened? out of nowhere. I was so, I was confusion. He was like, I thought everything was beautiful. And then, why are y'all doing this? Mm-hmm. Now, now I need you to explain to me because I'm lost now. Like, everything was perfect. Gotcha. And now it's. But, no, also, it's but also, you see personality changes within both of the parents. So, doing the thing. Yeah. So it's like it goes from you did seeing you, them you, as did parents you have, did to you seeing them to as individuals. Or was it was just one of them situations where they just dropped it on you? No. So like I said, I was in Beaumont. I had moved out, like living my own life. Me and Billy were almost, we were engaged. So okay. we were planning our wedding and then, you know, all of this happened. So I didn't see anything per se because I wasn't <laughs> there and noticed anything because I wasn't there. Okay. I, I, guess, I guess mom said, well, I'm happy you're getting married because I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it was, it was, I was upset at her for, for a while. Like, I didn't mm. talk to her for a while because I thought it was very unfair. Very unfair. Well, situations happen, um, Giselle. And see, I'm a product of a divorce. And like I said yesterday, my oldest daughter, Crystal, is as well. You know? So am I. This is my third marriage, you know. So I understand what it's like to get into a situation and it not work. And however it unravels and whoever it affects and effects, it is what it is. Mm. Now, I think I can disagree to a certain point with 
some of the mindset that you you said you wish things could have unfolded so that you would have a better understanding and I'll qualify why I say that. Mm-hmm. It's incumbent upon the parents to shield children from certain things. Mm-hmm. If they don't shield you from certain things, then you become affected and infected with those things. And then that could be more detrimental later on down the line. Like we have a root. We get into a situation where grown-ups is talking, shoo, 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 shoo. The the children got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Am I right about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we don't want them in our business Mm -hmm. like that because they're not going to understand at that age anyway. Mm -hmm. And being a parent, you know, multiple times over, I have to say, some things wasn't shielded, some were shielded, you know? Going down a dog path, you don't want the child to see you going down a dog path, you know? Whether yeah. it's drug, alcohol, promiscuity, whatever it might be. Right. If you're involved in those things and you get caught up with your spouse and you don't want, well, I saw you down there with Betty and y'all was doing this and doing that. And, and the child like, mama, what's doing What's doing the nasty? What's knocking the boots? And <laughs> you said daddy was knocking the boots with Betty Sue, you know? <laughs> That sort of thing. My goodness. Yeah. I remember yesterday when but, I said I thought daddy was Superman. I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? I was going to be real quick. Daddy took me to the movie theater one time. I'm just about to like ad lib on what he's talking about. So he took me to the movie theater one time, right? And I think I was watching uh, Little Vampire with that uh, little white boy with them big old glasses and the spiky yeah, hair. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> and that was just when uh, I think train. it wasn't training day. It was when Denzel Washington was a football coach. What was that movie called? Oh, uh, Remember the Titans. 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 Remember, Remember the Titans. Titans. Okay, so Daddy wanted to watch that, right? And so I was like, well, I want to watch The Little Vampire. You know, like, <laughs> oh, like, white girl and kill. And so he was like, well, we can just do both of them, baby girl. I was like, we can do that? You know, I'm like this kid. I'm like all big and bright-eyed. And so I'm like, okay, well, let's just, you know, you we go over there and then we'll go over there. And he was like, okay. And so I'm thinking that this is okay. Like, you can movie hop. Like, you know what I mean? This man right here. This man right here. Because he had a way of making me feel entirely safe, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, daddy doing it. Okay, let's go. On that one, huh? <laughs> Bruh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was with him, I did that, right? And it, it was no no biggie. So I went to the movies with some homegirls. Did the same thing. And we got in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I, when and I, anybody who know me know I'm very debatable. And I'll sit here and be my own lawyer in the moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, excuse me, sir. I don't think that this is appropriate for you to come up to a group of teenage girls and you know inquiring about us going to the movie theater mm-hmm. when we've already paid mm-hmm. so i thought i was severely in the right he's like you paid for one movie i'm gonna go ahead and have to call your mother and let them know that you've been mm-hmm. movie hopping mm-hmm. so I, I say this to prove the point that <laughs> yeah watching your parents do things and then you sit there <laughs> sit around there and then and, but if daddy would have said baby girl you ain't supposed to do this. Yeah. <laughs> He's just doing this today. <laughs> he was. And he knew I was so green at the mm-hmm. time. Like, I was just like, Whoa. So, y'all went to go pay for the little vampire and got Remember the Titans, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two for one special. Two for one special in this world. There you go. Rico, you hey, you can't do that today because these seats are definitely delegated <laughs> online. You got number you five, select, you this one got number six, and hey, the white people are like, oh, um, <laughs> these are all seats right here. So they got the flashlight and everything. Who's talking so about uh, AMC is like really coming obsolete now? No doubt, everything's starting to stream with the streaming, no especially doubt. with the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. So, no question: doubt. So, if you 
and your your little one. You'll say your little one is eight. So you and your eight, your little one, y'all y'all walking, y'all see this van. This van is open. It has a full of money in the van. What y'all doing? You you with your little one now? All right, what y'all doing? You see a van full of money, nobody around. It's dark, ain't no street, no street lamps. Get no, your eyes no. in this car, let's go. <laughs> what you mean? Baby, I would say Jesus works in mysterious ways. Oh, and this is one of his mysterious Amen. wonders. Right? Amen. That, might, that, that might be one of them situations. As soon as you hop in that van, that van door closes on you. Oh, that, uh, <laughs> like the, uh, what's that? Bait car. That's a far reach, Billy. That's a far reach. You know what you do? You got a you got a chance. Danny would hop in that Danny van in a heartbeat. To come up, got a big bag full of money. Shoot, he might have told me to drive. Your daughter in your hand. <laughs> Look, little one, you take a couple of these. I'm take a couple of these. We gonna split up, but we are gonna meet back right here. All right, right, nah, right. I'm we gonna split up. We are gonna stay together. <laughs> so, so, but the, the overall theme of where we started this whole cast was: where do you stand in reference to parenting children? Where's the cutoff, um, Giselle? Uh, brought in the reality of what culture, culturally wise, black people have been pretty much single-handedly the only race of people mm-hmm. that will shoo-shoo their children at that ripe age of 18. Mm-hmm. I personally was a product of that. And uh, Crystal, she went straight out of high school, lived in college on her own. Y'all not about to get me. She didn't have have to get shoot out. She had a pathway. She followed it. However, the the question is this. If the young person is at age 18 or beyond and they're not in compliance with what you have set before them, like we have a set of rules here, respect the house, respect everybody in the house, do your part as far as cleanliness, and maintain your area with an upkeep that's acceptable to us, the parents, the overseers of the home. And then thirdly, work on you. Mm-hmm. Do something productive that will thrust you into a level of independence. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're not doing those three things or one out of the three or two out of the three, then we're going to have a conversation. We're just not saying hit the dope. Mm-hmm. But if it gets to a point to where there's a blatant disrespect, like, no, F that. I'm not going to do none of these things. I'm 19 years old and mm-hmm. I can call my own shots. Okay, what bill are you paying? Preach. And, and how far will you be willing to accept that? Because I would venture to say, Giselle, because you brought that to uh, fruition about, you know, other races, you know, Caucasians, Europeans, Mexicans, whatever. They don't do that. They don't put them out at that age. Mm-hmm. So qualified, is there a point to where you say, that's enough? You get with your husband and say, no. Billy Jr. got to go, baby. I think it's communication, Danny. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think it's communication. And what, you know, to you were saying that, you know, if you're not doing something to progress along, you know, with developing yourself, being an adult, whether it's going to college, uh, you know, getting a job to save up money so you can go through and, you know, save up for an apartment. If you're not doing one of those three or one of those things, then, yeah, we would definitely have to have a conversation. I don't think it'll be like, well, you're not doing these things and I'm not fixing to take care of you anymore. So you got to get out. Um, I, I really think that's, you know, th- just that form of communication, because I, I really believe that. Um, a lot of um, black families, we lack that communication with our children. Very true. Very true. I'm going to say it's, a, it's, it's more of a luxury, I believe, to be there after 18. You know what I'm saying? And most 
most, I guess, parents, single parents cannot afford the luxury of having another grown-up in there who's not contributing. Okay. But at 18, are these kids in this generation really grown? No. No. They're babies. In In the state... Of Tejas, in the, <laughs> but the you, qualifying age is, but the I mindset. I'm talking about the mentality. Even are they really grown? Even still, black people don't have the luxury of of not being grown at a certain age. You know, we we you have to be aware of things around you at right. a young age. At a, the, at the the youngest you are, you more aware the better. But you know that's I mean? not really the child's fault either. If they not, not mature but even, mentally, but even being even, even being young and black, you still have to wear have a world. simple mindset. You have to. You should that, have. Could have. Would have. Should have. I can go, like say I was younger. I go hop on a bike or something. Just go ride down ride down the street. A cop can easily. Hey, you stop. Come here. True. How would I know what to but do? But you're talking but about I, this generation. I this mean, is but different. No, that's this is any generation of a young black guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I agree with you. I'm not denouncing that we shouldn't be aware and alert, right? right. But in this generation of these kids, they are not. So that's as simple as that. Here's the thing. Black kids, we or they don't have the opportunity to be kids. They don't have the right. opportunity to be children, right? So a lot of um, black kids are coming from, you know, situations, right? Single mm-hmm. parent home or um, they have abuse in the home. Whatever that situation may be, they have the added responsibility of trying to be an adult or trying to hurry up to be an adult sure, so they right. can either sure. fend for themselves or fend for their family. So I think that's where their mindset is not necessarily mature to where it needs to be um, because they're trying to, you know, grow so fast they have to go through all these situations and grow up well this is something that i'm i'm implementing with treasury um, i have an 18 year old daughter everybody um for those who are not in the room snap snap uh, <laughs> yeah and she graduates high school in a matter of like 50 plus days um she's had two jobs in her 18 years of living um it's a preparation thing uh i've taken her with me when i've paid insurance for cars i've taken her to shopping escapades at the mall so she see daddy swiping the card she's been in the 18 wheeler with me when i've gone from this state to that state as well as crystal so they see okay this is how my daddy generates the revenue to make the wheels go so i can have some more pizza or hamburger or new blouse or what have you and so i've always emulated this is what it takes to get what you like to have and the things that you need to have. So right. at what point do uh, young people have to assume this is your responsibility? Well, for me, Treasure's going to start paying her own phone bill at age 19. I said 19 years old, providing you've already gotten through your trade or whatever and you've gotten uh, into a, an occupational career, getting money, she lucky. You gonna right. pay? You gonna I'm pay jealous. that fifty dollars a month for jealous. that for that phone? When I'm so I'm starting off. I'm starting off small. You know. You know. We ain't talking about paying you thousands of dollars. You understand what I'm saying? You, you know. You know. When I turn sixteen, my Christmas disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get no more Christmases, AJ. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, the, so, but, but, but that's the thing. She, my mom will find out after work. 
Okay, so <laughs> there you go. Christmas disappeared. There you go. There Bank you account go. went empty. Oh my god! Shoes disappeared. Come on, man. I know about but the sneakers, I, but I, but the I ones started. that had the holes in it, and you had to wear them to practice and all that. You embarrassing me, Rico. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all, but it's, but it's, but it's all good. I, I really. It groomed you I, to the yeah, man you are. Something right. clicked, right? It's Come good. on. It kind of it kind of made me who I am because. Now I know how to grind for myself. Kudos. Very much. Kudos. So, and this is just the question. What what made you want to get a job at 16? He wanted some new sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you. Put it out there. But all right, so. it's, it's, it's the, it may, the main thing is I wanted my own money because Going to your parents saying, "Hey, I want these." No, no, you don't. You going down there and get the other ones. Yeah. So it's like I gotta find a way to get it myself. You know. Dang, he's an overkill because he has like a hundred pair of sneakers. <laughs> but being, but but being a parent doesn't necessarily make you a teacher, right? No. Yeah. Teaching. So teaching skills is a part of it, but you of you're not you may not have the skills. To teach, so the way that you try to teach the child may be rough, may be, you know what I'm saying. Um, and parents aren't perfect, you know. Exactly. They are humans right. that have their own issues, and you know. I I met this one guy in Boma, a millionaire, right? He showed me his kids' toys, right? And these are all toys, are games that teach their kids about some type of intelligence, some type of oh, like about awesome. wealth. Come about on, taxes, man. about business, like on. it's it's like Monopoly. It was like different kind of Monopoly based games and stuff. And he was like, "Yeah, this is how we teach them." They, they like eighteen. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Beautiful. But it's and I'm like, man, when I was eighteen, I ain't. I just, I was just out. <laughs> you know, my mom gave me the, the nitro. You know, but I ain't have no. Well, I had I had jobs, but I ain't have no saving skills. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had no budgeting skills. I ain't have none of that tax what? I just knew they took some money out of my paycheck when I got paid. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. But like. I think that's the I think that's the biggest thing is like to be kicked out but not having the skills to really understand right. what's going on around you about budgeting, about saving, about like different stuff like that. Credit. But the thing is our parents teach us as much as they know. I know for mine there you in, go. in for example um, you know for my mom she's come to me and said that when she was younger she didn't have the best uh, knowledge into saving so how could she go through and teach somebody else how to save when she's not a great saver so it's we are taught based on what our parents know I think I think well, we, I think we more so taught been taught to survive oh well, well, that's, that's, that, that's great what you say because there's a lot of other races out there where I'm, I'm not gonna say well there's a certain race out there Light that don't people that don't know how to survive on like you can be smart as hell, book smart as hell, but basic common sense can kill your book smart. Mm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's Cause for real. Is is I run into it at work. I run into a lot of people. Oh, I know this, I know that, I know this, I know that. Okay, go put that together. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> go put that together. I mean basic common sense. You can sit there and put stuff in your hand and ba- kind of figure out how stuff go. Like you get something from Ikea or something. Right. You can, instead of reading the instructions, you're like, oh, this is easy. Latch that, latch that, latch that, and it's good to go. There's some people out there, they've been trained to read the book so goddamn much, they don't have the common sense 
to, to put things together or operate properly. And it's instincts too. Right. Well, let me let me let me chime in and share with you what I found out from some very um, high up people up in Montego Bay, Jamaica. The last time I was there. Okay. They said their school system is set up in such a way that at the age of twelve, that's the age that they have curriculums put into where they give them an aptitude test to see where their weaks, weaknesses are versus their strengths. Uh, a, a, a variety of things like electrical wiring grids, uh, schematics, um, types of anatomy of a body right. to see if they could perform that's some type of surgical like procedure. Texas, they, Texas used to have magnet schools like that. Exactly. Well, that's know, what they, that's, don't, they don't have them no more. But that's what they did. Right. And they filtered them in curriculums from the age 12 until they graduate right. from those curriculums in that particular trade. Right. And so they have something to not only better themselves, but will be uh, uh, it, there will be productivity right. on the end as far as their community because they're going to find themselves in that occupation to have because you know that's a third world country mm -hmm. so they they're going to be working at the plant they ain't making a bunch of money but they're doing something mm -hmm. so and it breeds that responsibility at that young age mm -hmm. so the question would be this if the parent is lacking as we can agree sometimes a parent can be lacking in certain skills mm -hmm. that will promote a little bit more for the child. Should there be better social planning as far as the public school system to try to, like you say, they they did have those types yeah, of schools. They had them. Why were they taking them away? Because they don't want us to be smart. I'll I mean, we all no. know that. It's not it's not the public school system job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they, bare minimum. They're gonna do the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? And that's all they're gonna do. But I don't think we should make them make us be on our kids. Yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? No, 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 no. I'm saying put the in the opportunity. So, uh, no, I, I, listen. I'm, I, I can remember the seventh grade in junior high school, just come out of elementary. I had a class called Occupational Investigation. They call it OI mm -hmm. for short, an acronym. And this lady, her name was Miss Griner. She all had us fill out a paper to get our social security card if we didn't have it mm -hmm. already, and then. What we the way she would call roll is she would call your name, you know, Adrian Dennis, and then you say four five nine six three two nine two two. You social. and yeah, you social. everybody knew their freaking social security yeah, number in the, the seventh it. grade. That's that's the way that that's, that was the way it was with me because when, 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 when I when I when I when I was exactly when I was in nobody like but, then, like, yeah, but, but, yeah, but back number. then. <laughs> <laughs> but back then, that was the, that was the way you kind of logged on to the computer. Yeah. That, that, that was kind of the way you uh, they 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 knew who you are. I mean, it was it was just a way of them teaching you that this number gonna be with you for the rest of your yeah. life, and you need and, to learn. And it. that was just the bare minimum. The, like I said, just I mean, the title of the class gives it away: occupational investigation. Right. So it got young people like us involved with. Researching for jobs. Mm. Like, what jobs would you like to, to do? What do you like to do, Billy? Well, Billy, I like to work on cars. I like to do this. I like to, you know, get a hammer and some nails. Oh, okay. Well, look in this area. You see carpentry. You see building right. homes and bridges and what you do now, engineering. And so, but that class was just one class for seventh graders. I never seen anything else like that until mm. my senior year. Yeah, ever. But these, I, don't think, I don't think these schools is really preparing you for they, anything. They I not. just learned about credit, and I'm 30. 
Like, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, just got to the credit score. Like, listening to podcasts, listening to, or watching YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, man, you can do that with credit cards. You <laughs> can do that. Yeah. I ain't nothing. <laughs> points, what's point? You know, it's crazy. You got to definitely take your own initiative. You know what I mean? So. I mean, on a lot of stuff. Exactly. A lot of stuff we was lied to about. Because, I mean, not only that, but I, in my opinion, this generation is lazier. You know what I mean? I mean, this just point blank simple. And everybody goes and say that, blah, 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 this and that. I agree. The generation of, you know, probably us mm-hmm. here, um, you know, because we grew up with our single parents in a home and we saw so much brokenness, we were like, that's not going to be me. Because ain't nobody at this table got kids. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> that's not going to be me. Because I know I was like, that. I'm like, I'm not going to be that. Like, I'll be something else, but I ain't going to be that. And I love you. Yeah. And I'm and I'm thankful that you showed me this, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because I learned from it. And maybe it hurt a little bit here and there. But I learned from it. And I grew from it. Now I'm putting things into moderation to be like, okay, I can take this from that. Okay, now I can use this. But, you know, I think at a time... It was crippling, maybe, because that's what we were kind of talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. things being crippling and, right. you know, seeing things and having things in moderation and et cetera. I used the perfections, the imperfections, to try to, I mean, I'm never going to be perfect, but to perfect my life. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just trying to mention that, um, oh, that's what I was trying to say. I took my own initiative. Nobody told me to go to college right after high school. As a matter of fact, I think my grandma said, well, why don't you take a break? No, I don't want to. Why? Because if I take a break, then maybe I'll start working. If I start working, maybe I'll get in that work-life cycle. And if I get in that work-life cycle, then I'll be settled with making only $15 an hour. No, I want to go get a degree, even though I know it equals debt. But at least I can say, hey, I'm the first to graduate. And I was um, I have my bachelor's degree. I can talk to these white people and be like, oh, yes, I have my degree. Because when, when, that's the culture when, of doing I mean, but that, now, but that, that initiative. That doesn't initiative, mean anything. That initiative came... Some more out of turmoil. Turmoil? Turmoil. Thank you. It came out of all things. I mean, it, it wasn't just the turmoil of my life. I or, was, or I meant to say uncomfortableness is what I meant to say. Yeah. I, but, you know, it's funny you say that because I'm, I'm a woman of faith and I think God always makes me uncomfortable whenever he's trying to push me to a different direction. That's, that that's, is that. That's, that's my way of that's knowing. That's what he's supposed right? to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm coming through this like new self reflection stage, like you know I'm, I'm you guys aware of like the law of attraction? I mean, have you right. ever read the secret and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. So I'm coming to this stage in my life where I'm like, okay, and 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 help me understand. And I know Daddy probably gonna speak on this, <laughs> but is it God or is it me? Because I'm realizing that I'm starting. Somebody told me the other day they were like, you know, you. You you you're a beautiful person this this and that but you self sabotage your relationships, and I'll be real with you, and I'm gonna say this one time and it would be on live. But I'll I'll be real with you. I for so long thought that you know, well soulmates are a man and a woman, right? So I mm-hmm. can't be with anything other than that, right? And I so mean, a soulmate can be a best friend, or, right? Right. Well, so. What I'm trying to get you to understand is like this was my mentality. This is how I grew up. This is what I was familiar to. Even though I've you know had my own experiences and everything, that was my genetic makeup. Is 
oh, well, you know, soulmates are man and woman, you know, the rib of my rib, the bone of my bone, one flesh, blah, 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 right? right. And so when I realized, well, that doesn't really work for me, so what's for me? You know, I, it's not really working, so I'm trying to make it work and make it see what happens. And I think in my relationships, even when they were good, there was been some toxic ones, but there's been some ones where it probably was my fault. But because I was in that mindset, I attracted that, well, you were not meant to be anyway. Mm. And so maybe I'm mm. acting as if we're not meant to be instead of, you know, you, attracting. You was basically planting a seed that wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, and didn't realize it until mm -hmm. like 30 years old. And I'm like, why am I single why, again? Yeah, why? Now, and then you can think back on that relationship. Why did I do that? Mm. Exactly. I mean, and it comes with a lot of self-reflection. And it took, you know, some really good friends to explain to me there was like you realize that you kind of go through this cycle it, it goes girl meets girl you know there go there go there becomes good energy and then you know it gets really close and then it gets really really close and then something happens and you back away mm. and then after that you back away and then you kind of do whatever so you, you want to are you so. one of them people where the first bad thing that happens is like mm, no you start questioning it or yeah i I I am loyal to your heartbeat is something I, is a line that I put in my poem that I'm loyal to your heartbeat but um and I'm and I'm not fearful of trials and tribulations because I've been through them you know what right. I mean but I will say that sometimes and I can speak for the LGBTQ community whenever you're going through something and you but you've grown up in a certain way where you've been in the church right then maybe you're like well. God is punishing me. Am I being too real when I say that? So when things don't work in your favor, it it seems as if it's a sign to be like, well, this isn't meant to be. I think we I think we all think that way sometimes, but at the same time, is 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 more so you trying to give put blame on somebody else. That's the way I look at it. You trying to put blame on somebody else or trying to say. That's real. It's somebody else who did it. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody else did this. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But when you come to think about, it, okay, it was me. Yeah, when I, you made, look I made, at the I made, facts. I made, I made, I made that decision to do X, Y, and Z, and this happened. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I think I understand what you mean, but I want you to. I want to understand that you follow me completely. I think what I'm trying to explain is that you. It's it's a daily battle to change your. Mindset and mentality on the way you grew up and ideologies that you grew what with up with with what am I saying the foundation with. right mm -hmm. the foundation of who you are and what you saw so if pastor was like you're going to hell if you're gay mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean mm -hmm. and I'm just like the God I serve and I love I don't think that no he does he doesn't I'm not justifying anything but he's not going to throw me in a lake of fire because of these imperfections that I've had you know what I'm saying so it's a very thin line in understanding so what I'm saying is not like um it's not like um uh, I'm running from what I've done but how do you put that all like together like you know what I'm saying like that's I, I mean I can chime in in short, without chasing a rabbit going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Is that what it sounded like I was doing? No, no, I'm saying me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not you. I said without me chasing Alice, the rabbit. Alice Alice rabbit hole. Right? That can take you a long way out I think, the I mean, I could tell you I was quiet. And we're not finna do Hassel and Gretel and lay some breadcrumbs. 
But uh, <laughs> one phrase, and of course, you know, I come from, you know, a good sound foundation in the Bible. Equal yoke. And that that transcends everything. Equal yoke in your mindset, in your heart, or what have you, going through life. If, I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of what meant for me, like like AJ said, what meant for me, you know. Mm -hmm. I was with your mother at 19. <laughs> what meant for me, you know what I'm saying? I was with Treasure's mother in my 30s. What meant for me? Now I'm with Lo. Hey, meant for me, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and how did that, how did I come to that place? You know, like I said, three times over, you know. The way well, I look at it, God was preparing you for that. That's, 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 that's a good one as well. Mm -hmm. However, in the preparation mode, that was growth also in learning what is the equal yoke. You know what is the what is the the meaning That's behind good. an equal yoke? That's what, good. What is the compatibility? You know, to your mother and father. Okay, do they still socialize now as far as in a friendly basis? Okay, so they ain't no equal yoke up in there. <laughs> they like deuces to you, so they just gone. Okay, so put it in perspective. If you have chemistry. That's one thing. Right. If you share common goals and ideologies about life, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. So there's layers to that thing. And then after you find it, or you find it, you know, whoever it might be. Right. And then you explore that. And you lift it up and let it be blessed and you'll be happy like me and low. I think it's more so <laughs> it's more I'm so happy. preparation. Yeah. It's more so preparation. Like you you prepare, you have this isn't your first long term relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You had other experience. You took those experiences, experiences uh, yourself, evaluate yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you and this beautiful woman came together and y'all evaluate each other in y'all's dynamic and y'all are where you are. You know what I'm saying? You just can't automatically assume like once you find the one, you're going to be ready. Yeah, like yeah, it takes preparation. Yeah. Yeah. Like the greatest chefs, they the greatest chefs because why? They prepared the night before. Hello. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Dirty South Barbecue, y'all. Hello. <laughs> and, and that's what you have to do before you even get into your next relationship. You have to prepare yourself for yeah. it. Okay. You gotta, I mean, you got you to prepare for anything in life. Everything. Anything. Everything. And I'm, I'm, I've never been against that or any kind of like love. I think, I just think my love language is different. And so, you know, like he said, when he said like, when you're trying to understand what the equally yoke looks like, that made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Because is a man a woman? Is it black or white? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't know what it what it looks like. And um I consider myself discerning, but people are hearing you know I'll be like, what's wrong with everyone? I feel like I'm always stepping into an, an atmosphere maybe, while may, I'm the therapist. Or, or maybe is it you're running into ancient people? This is this is true. That's a good one. No, it is. And you know why I think I am? Because the calling on my life, I enjoy helping people. I want to help you. And I kind of, um, me and my dad kind of had this conversation not too long ago. He was like, you're a fixer upper. You like to you like to fix them. You like to fix them, Crystal. Sometimes and I ain't making fixed, exactly, right? and I ain't making no money to be nobody therapist. <laughs> <laughs> so how am I stepping in these situations where I'm always someone's therapist? Not only I have I have two friends like that. They love to. They're so nurturing that when they they become almost the mother, mm -hmm. then the girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So 
I'm like, you can't even even with all that help. I think. All right. So here's the thing, too. Even when they help and they nurture, they take all that goodness to somebody. That's what I think they hate the most. Mm-hmm. When yes. they take it to somebody they take else. It to somebody else. That I'm is- like, bro, that's in a sense, in a sense. You literally kind of adopted them emotionally <laughs> as a child, and you can't really do nothing with children. You know what I'm saying? It's you gotta so find true. somebody you don't have to necessarily work on. You Ooh, know what I'm saying? You just gotta find Reese. somebody you can enjoy. Look at that right. chemistry you know right there. Look at y'all glowing <laughs> together. Because most it women, is. most women, and and I'm sure she'll testify mm-hmm. and agree with this. Most women think, okay, he's nice, he's hardworking, mm-hmm. he has these things going for him. However, I don't like this, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't like that, and mm-hmm. I can fix it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think you can Am I right? Can I get an amen over there? Let me, let me tell you, I'm not like most women. My grandma taught me very early, if Come it on. walks like a duck, Uh-oh. quacks like, like a, a duck, duck. Quack. Baby girl, it's a duck. It's an eagle. <laughs> and, and you, as, it's going to soar high. As much as you want to change that duck talk into an me. eagle, talk to it me. will still quack, yeah, yeah. walk, talk like a duck. And there's nothing that you can do about it unless right. he or it wants, wants to, to change. change. You can't. And what's so crazy is that you often don't get to see the change. That's what you're saying. Like, you... You know, so many people, they, what's it called? They feel like the gate opener, or what's that term? The window of um, time is, is, it's like you've had a window of time and it's closed. It's it's called, it's a phrase. You you feel like the gate opener or something the like gatekeeper? that. gatekeeper? No, it's, it's basically saying. Nah, you're, you're the person that kind of pushed him off the cliff. The gateway, like, mm. you're basically, like, you're, you're saying, essentially what the phrase is trying to say is like, I welcomed you. I taught you. I did what I oh, needed to yeah, do with yeah, you, yeah, 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 and yeah. then you left. So you're the the, the gate open. It's something like that. Mm-hmm. But I I also think, and this is a whole other subject. So y'all y'all just write that down <laughs> and chart it to it. But I think that um, I think that if you're not living in your purpose, then you often have like a lot more passion. For whatever is in your face, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like because you're like, well, I'm not I'm living in my. Latch on. You latch mm-hmm. because you're like, okay, well, maybe I can't do this. With this. I really want to be an actress. I really want to be a producer. I really want to do this. Or I really want to be a therapist one day. But since I'm not, since that dream looks intangible, then I'm gonna just put everything I can and all my efforts into this person, and maybe that will, you know, seal that void. So let's get us a conclusion here. Our topics that we've discussed are the question whether or not parents would go over and beyond what is expected of them to aid, assist, and possibly enable children that are of an adult age after 18 going forward. And I'll say the answer to that is you have to, before you kick them out the nest, it would be better if you gave them life applicable skills. Right. There we go. Taxes, about budgeting, mm-hmm. about savings, about make sure, make, sure, make sure they know how make sure they know how to fly before you kick them out the nest. For sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And then of course, you know, put a cap on the sensitivity issue. Like, yeah, we men, you know, mm-hmm. we, we got, yeah. some, <laughs> we got some sensitivity going on here, but we know we can't reveal it to I the mean, masses. But, I mean, but that's the thing. Men are very men are very sensitive, so you just gotta go with it. But we're yeah. not gonna let the next man know that. Thank you. Thank you. And you got a favor. It's also a little bit healthy to show your imperfections as a parent. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yes. We'll have to elaborate that on the, on the next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Rico Suave. Hollywood in the building. Uh, 
He's trying to get ready, y'all. He got to get ready, y'all. Surprise me with the closing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's all good. We still real and it's all good. Uh, On this Easter Resurrection Sunday, it's been real. Holla at you, girl. Kid, we out. <laughs> Your boy AJD. Man, sharpest man. Check us out. <laughs>